Hello, we are generally unappealing regular people streaming, and this is the second of our two campaigns we're currently running, uh, where I am back in the GM's chair, so we hope you enjoy it. Uh, we've called it No Points For You, and yeah, check it out, tell us what you think. Anyway, without further ado, here's the episode. One, and we two, are professionals. Three, go. Hi, we're generally unappealing regular people streaming. I'm Henry. I'm the GM. Hello, I'm Spencer. I'll be playing Alaric von Belmont today. Hi, my name is Gordon. I'll be playing as Cassius Belly Crawford. Hello, my name is also Gordon. I will be playing as Dorian Nairwell. And hi, my name is Taylor, and I'll be playing at Data Hoyoki. That's it. That's all. That's all of it. Everybody's in. Okay, we've wasted enough That's time. It. We've had all kinds That's of fun audio ever. issues. Ever. Yeah. Great game. And what game are we playing today? <laughs> Thanks for joining our podcast, guys. <laughs> all right. Um, so, this one is a brand new campaign. We're just starting tonight. Uh, you guys were given 50 points for disadvantages. Most of you were given 50 points for disadvantages. And then that was all the points you had to use to build your characters with. I'm calling it a zero-point campaign because it does equal out to a net of zero. All right, that's for anybody listening who knows what GURPS is and knows how GURPS works. If you don't know how GURPS works, none of that made any sense to you. We are pathetically weak. We are generally <laughs> unappealing. Regular people. Yeah. Except for It's like if you made a D&D character and then took all of... Uh, all of your levels in a class and then got levels in a different class, but those levels were negative. Yeah, that almost made sense. I mean, you could just say you start at level zero. Yeah, but that that, that means you have nothing. It's it's like the have things, everybody's just... playing Kabolds and... Kabolds? Kabolds. <laughs> with no, with Kobolds. no You start at level zero and you were given a feat by the DM. Yeah, ish. <laughs> but that feat cost you massively. Okay. <laughs> Uh, campaign is set in Warsaw, circa March 1795, so just after the second Warsaw Uprising, which saw the occupation of, uh, Polish-Lithuania, the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth being occupied by Russian forces. And we understand that this may be hitting close to home for some folks, so this is your trigger warning. Um, we understand that... The situation in Ukraine is utterly, utterly disgusting. It's very bad. Yeah, and we hope for the best for the people there. And and hopefully they, they want. All that out of the way, that is as about historically factual as this is going to get. Um, I've <laughs> much. I'm not even joking. I've spent the last month-ish, I want to say, last few weeks, definitely uh, researching the history and around this time, and there's not a whole lot. So... I just basically taking what I'm giving and going with it. Uh, at this point in time, Russia would be ruled by Catherine, Empress Catherine the Great. I think it's kind of mother's name is Catherine. I think it's kind of like really narcissistic and vain when rulers call themselves the Great. But did she do that, or is that a title that she was given later in life? I mean, it could uh, be. Hope, hopefully, because like. I mean, if I was a ruler, I would call myself the Great. 
well, because yeah, it yeah well you're you though so yeah no, 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 wait no. what it, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was a ruler i would call myself uh gordon like the baller or gordon the flexi <laughs> or yeah no that that works anyone who doesn't refer to you by your proper title can and will be executed on the spot real masters be canceled on twitter the poet I mean, that's my actual title. But... The poet? Oh, oh yeah. As of Saturday, I am no longer Gordon the Grillmaster. <gasps> no. FM chat. I mean, well, yeah, but like, no. Well, I mean, I, I still am like the Grillmaster, but I can't really be called it because like I, I don't work grill. I, I can barbecue, though. I'm pretty good at barbecuing. Well, why don't you just nice. get another job as a Grillmaster and then boom. Defeat the entire point of, you know, no longer working. You know, once I have once I have a stable job uh, that like I want to stick with for a long time, I will update my resume to say to just have in my credentials grill master. Yeah, that would be amusing. I wonder if like billionaires have resumes and if they just mess around with them. Freaking oh, I definitely they're never going to be used. I mean, they're I mean, they have names. <laughs> That's pretty much all they need. Like, hi, what are you your playing with this job? What's your name? Jeff Bezos. You're hired. Or not hired, depending on what the manager thinks of Jeff Bezos. God damn it, moving forward. This campaign is actually uh, just talking about Jeff Bezos. It's an economic. No, no, just Jeff Bezos. History of Jeff Bezos. Gross. <laughs> I know, right? Men's doesn't. Sorry if you're watching this, Jeff Bezos. We don't like you. Stop watching. <laughs> I mean, if he gives us money, we'll maybe love him slightly. Yeah, if you pay us, I'm we'll not saying. Love you. I'm just saying I would accept a sponsorship from Amazon. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Moving forward, okay. So, especially in like the hundreds of thousands of dollars range, yeah, that'd be great. No, I'd accept it. It was like a cent. Retired. I would retire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'd retire too. <laughs> right. Pays each a hundred thousand. Okay. So I could finally pay for just half of my college tuition. Oh, that's rough. Because <laughs> wait, no, no. Jeff Bezos is American, so you could pay for like In uh, eighth, one point three halves. That's a strange way of putting that, but one point three halves. <laughs> one and a half. One, one and a one of one of the third five percent. <laughs> All right, yeah. What were you saying there, uh, GM? I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I'll get it in eventually. It's fine. In a while, whatever. Like I had to do conversion rates because I uh, I ordered something that was priced in American, but my bank account is in Canadian. Uh, so to, it's like 1.28 at the moment. Uh, it's it's very sad. It's in flux lately a lot. It's up and down a lot. As someone who also orders stuff from American sites, imagine ordering stuff yeah. online. But I I but I bet what you ordered was not Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I mean, could be. Uh, no. Oh, oh damn it! You should have said, "Well, I mean, little do you know." No, it was uh, it was probably RPG books. Oh, you see. So he just combated your nerdness with something equally nerdy. Some GURPS supplement. Ah. 
Yeah, well, they, I mean, they're reprinting everything, or it seems like they're reprinting everything, and it's all up on Amazon, so... Speaking of GURPS... Scooping a lot of stuff lately. Ah, yes, the game we're supposed to be playing right now, the and we have an audience. Since when do we do what, our, what we're supposed to, honestly, though? Uh, well, I mean, that depends on what I'm doing, but... Currently, in character, yeah. Alric, you awaken. That's, um, convenient and fortunate. Hmm, it seems... You're not sure how you got here, but you... Give me a perception roll, right quick. <laughs> Trust me, my perception... Can't, you can't roll below it, or above it, anyway. Uh, that's success by six. Perfect. Uh, okay, so, some good success. What is your perception? Oh, it's just 12. It's my IQ. Oh. I just happened to roll good. Okay, so as you're, you're bumping and kind of bouncing, you're laid out... Uh, in in a coffin, but not like an art, artistic coffin. So you're in a bit of a like a pine box scenario at this point. Uh, it's literally just a coffin. It's literally just a pine box, yeah. But nice any ornament ornamentation or anything like that. Um, just the way I like them. You can actually see out through the slats of this crate. Lack of a better term. Uh, you weren't even given. Yeah, you're you're basically laying on like a a, a bed of straw and uh, the kind of a makeshift it seems like a blanket rolled up under your head, kind of a makeshift pillow. You have no idea how you got here. Your last memories were uh, you had been strapped to the roof of a church uh, as the dawn broke. You burst into flames and believed at that moment that that would be the end of your life, per se. And now here you find yourself. At that moment, he knew. I didn't die. Or maybe I, this is heaven. This is just vampire heaven. You're in a coffin forever in a carriage. It never ends. Oh, and you can see, because I said you can see through the slats, like the cracks between the wood, um, through, darkened, through darkened glass, you can see or what you can only presume is glass, you can see the sun on the horizon. Like, just the way you're looking up and out. But you appear to be bumping along a trail. Six, um... You feel as though you're moving faster than any carriage you've ever been in. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Alaric right now is very confused. Um, really trying to think about what happened. Can't really think of anything, though. So... Not a lot of, like, investigation going on, just a lot of, like, internal, what is happening? you speak at all? Like, are you actually calling out? I'm going to try and, like, see if I can, if my voice works, I'm going to, like, <clears throat> A bit of, uh, when you cough to clear your throat, uh, feels like, like a chunk almost lets go, and a bit of, like, blackened, sooty blood comes out of your mouth, but you can speak. That's wonderful. Um... I don't. He doesn't want to be like too loud right now, because like maybe they think he's dead or something. I don't know. So like, suddenly being alive uh, around whoever is driving this carriage thing might might be a bad thing. So he's just gonna remain quiet and like see what happens. Okay. You remain quiet as the carriage continues to bump along the roadway. Uh, I'm just gonna go down the list in order. Belly, you. You, <laughs> you, you, uh, Belly. So you are in your workshop. Um, you had. Yes, I'm giving this to you. You can argue me if you want to, but 
But I'm gonna say you had some hand in the rebel forces uh, in the first uprising. So both uprisings took place last year, one in yeah. and one in November. Sounds about right, Fifa La Revolution. Yeah, so you you Except in Polish. You provided your services to the rebels, which definitely had an impact and an aid in the first rebellion or the first uprising, uh, freeing the city of Warsaw from the Russian occupying force. Um, however, you weren't so lucky in the second uprising. Uh, you've been trying to keep things low key, but you are in your shop. It's just as sun is setting or just as the sun is setting, flip your sign from open to close and head towards the back as a knock. It's the front door. Well, uh, have we done a full-on, like, purge the loyalists thing? Or, like, because I assume people know, at least some people know, and that's some people too many uh, to be comfortable opening the door late at night. That's fair, and I accept your discomfort with that idea. Uh, no, no, I'm gonna... still going to open the door. I'm just going to, like, you know, I've, I've got a flintlock pistol in hand, and I'm opening a little eyepiece through the door, too, before I properly open it. Okay. I mean, I'm going to say you can see out through the windows. Like, I'm just picturing, like, a, a, it's basically a shop. You have a display room in the front where you show a few of your wares, and then most of your stuff occurs in the workshop of back. Uh, this knock comes to the front door of the actual shop, so the, the display room, uh, which has a couple of windows that you can actually see out of. Um, and because the streets at this point, they're just lighting the gas lamps for the street, and it's very clearly a group of Russian soldiers, four in total, that you can see. All right. Um, I'm going to open the door a crack, and uh, I'll open it with my left hand and have flintlock kind of hidden behind my body. Okay, uh, give me a, I want to say stealth or sleight of hand. Uh-oh. Uh, with a, I'm going to give you a bonus to that, so don't roll over yet. All right, <laughs> right now my effective skill is six, IQ minus five. Okay, so, and you can take a plus five to that because you do have the door to hide to the stuff behind so this isn't like you're trying to palm it openly behind them all right so that's a failure by one Ooh. what i plus five to the skill okay so that's oh never mind sorry oh, success yeah, by zero yeah all right <laughs> sorry nothing nothing there we go all right so you uh you managed to you open the door you've got the pistol hidden behind the door um russian soldier looks at you mr crawford we have need to speak with you. Would you mind coming with us? I don't mind coming with you so long as you let me know where we're going. Give me a quick IQ roll. On the nubbin. On the nubbin? Okay, you know, due to your part in the revolution, you do know that any of your friends who participated who have been rumored to go off with Russian soldiers don't come back. All right, I'm going to say uh, yes, but just wait here. I've got... Um some things I need to grab. Of course, Mr. Crawford. So I'm going to shut the door and then deadbolt it. You go to shut the door? Yeah. Uh, he sticks his foot in it. I'm a legitimate business owner who deals specifically in the most high end of firearms. You like that foot firmly attached where it is, no? Mr. Crawford, I suggest you play nice. Leave door open. We wait here. It's fine. 
right. You stay right here. So I'm going to go around back and get out my two prized possessions. Okay. Or no, my singular, right? I settled on only having one of them. And then I'm going to slip on the mail shirt that I made for myself. Okay. As in chain mail. Yeah. And then I am going to go with them. Okay. Slide your mail shirt on it. You're hiding that under your clothes or are you putting that openly on top? Under the clothes. Under the clothes? Okay. And I assume you're tucking your firearms away. Yeah. <laughs> All seven of them. All seven of them. Good luck with that. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll only take I'll only take the proper one with me. Okay. So you take one with you, head out, and when you when you reemerge from the back, you can see like a glint in the the soldier who spoke to you. Like he's got a glint in his eye when you come back out, like as if he was expecting that you would try to run. And he smiles and, and he looks at you. Good choice, Mr. Crawford. Mm. Wow, I will I point out Russian to fetish. Yeah. yeah, it works. I will point out that uh, these people are obviously appalled uh, at my physical appearance. Absolutely hideous. I picture like a face this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Badly burnt from the forge a couple of times. Just generally playing like powder. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Uh, so you follow them they lead you out into the street um, there's a wagon there uh, you recognize it. it's a prison or like a, yeah, I want to call it a police truck but it's not a truck obviously it's horse drawn yeah. police carriage um, the holding cell in the back and seats for them in the front two rows of seats for them in the front and just a small holding cell in the back if you don't mind Mr. Crawford we require you to ride in the back yes not at all I'll uh, step in. So I'm the only one in the back? Uh, you are currently, yes. All right. Uh, I'm going to wait, but I'm going to have the revolver a little closer to drop. Okay. Like, not out, but if I'm the only one back here, I figure it's a little safer. Yep. And as they... Yeah, you get in. Uh, you can hear their muffled voices through the wall. If you want to pay attention, they're not really talking about much. Um, well, I won't pay attention just for the sake of things. It's more of a conversation about the weather anyway. Gotcha. We're not giving away too much. But you are, yeah, you're loaded into a cart and you begin to be hauled off to somewhere. Talk with that. Dorian. Hey. What are you up to? Uh, pondering. Pondering? You know, just sitting in my, uh, presumably very small hut of a house. Yeah. Uh, small apartment, even. Yeah, or are just... you talking hut on the edge of town? Uh, I'm talking more like... Yeah, outskirts. Okay. Very, very hut-like hut. Okay. So I'm going to say, like, just out, outside of, like, the main populated area, kind of in, a, like, a secluded bit of woodlands. Yeah, just, uh... Where your kind tend to tend to go? Yeah, or those who, um, probably shouldn't be witnessed. Yeah, because I'm guessing, based on the type of character you're playing, that, uh, you probably hold to the older traditions. Less so, like, yeah. the orthodox... Or Catholic churches. Um, yeah, so he, he, he's, he's very Catholic, um, but he's also aware that uh, his, his, his um, mysticism, in terms of magic, not in terms of disciplines of faith mysticism, mm -hmm. uh, is not always looked upon as great. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago they were burning people like you at a stake. Exactly. <laughs> so... so. So yeah. he keeps to himself. Yep, that's fair. Uh, yeah, so you are you are comfortably in your cottage just outside of town. Um, 
kind of pondering the events of the last several months. It's obviously there has been. I mean, you've been persecuted for a while because of what you do, um, and you've been kind of hiding it on the lamb for a while. Not on the lamb, but kind of keeping a low key uh, as to what you actually do. Um, you know, most kids when you show up in town kind of snicker and call you the old man from the woods. I don't know how old your character is, but they call you the old man from the woods. Or the weird man from the woods, whichever you prefer. I prefer differently chosen. Okay. They're kids. They call weird man in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're simplifying this to six-year-old level. Um, but yeah, you are... Okay, you're in your peaceful cottage, and you hear thundering of horses, like literally just pounding through the forest, up the road through the forest. Um, I'm gonna, uh, I have, like, a two, two windows, like, one on either side. Sure. Uh, and I'm just gonna kind of, like, peek my eyes out, see what's the ruckus. Okay. Uh, as you watch through the trees, the sun has just fallen behind them, so the darkness uh, is just starting to pour over the, the landscape, and you see, uh, I want to say frothing, like, you see the horses' faces as they're coming up through the trees, and it's like their teeth are bared against the bit, and you can see almost like a, a foam of spittle, not like the rabbit or anything, but just like a foam of spittle dripping from them, and they're, like, they're running, driving as hard as they can, but they're moving faster than any horse you've seen, ever seen move. Like, I almost said an impossible speed. Uh, the, the, the horses themselves are completely black of fur and the rider or the driver of the carriage uh, is a very dark-skinned man uh i would like to uh step outside my my little cabin house hut cottage uh okay. and and just kind of say have you no respect for the traffic laws <laughs> fair it is right here in the charter line 22 you step out and you, you you begin to scold this fellow on his uh, his lack of respect for traffic laws as the carriage quickly halts before your abode and yeah a dark skinned man looks down at you breathing deep I'm I'm sorry friend. I meant no offense and he, he he's looking at you like with a very ponderous gaze he's sizing you up why are you uh. Why are you, like, bolting through these woods? Give me a perception roll. I just want to say intuition. Uh, that's, that's a failure by three. Okay. Even with a failure by three, it feels like he's looking into you. Not looking at you, but, like, looking into you and not through you or past you, but right into your very soul. And you notice... Yeah, don't mind. You got 14. You don't notice anything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You feel that he's looking at <laughs> And you notice, haha, just kidding. Haha, <laughs> just kidding, yeah, just realized. Um, no, his, his eyes uh, almost glitter like gold in the moonlight. Uh, what is your business coming through here, though? You seem to be going a little faster than... Well, I have a friend standard. with me who needs a safe place. Well, he's a, a friend. from a dangerous place, and he needs a place of safety. Well... And you, Dorian Narwell, seem like you may be able to provide such a place. Uh, I, I may? How, how is it that you know my name? I know all names. 
All names in the book. Okay. I'm like sweating. He's like, I guess you're right. Oh my god. Uh I'm I'm I'll I'll just take your word for that. Okay. Uh why why don't you come on in? Right, I I know better than to question. That's fair. Just give me a moment and I'll uh, unload my luggage. He steps down from the carriage, uh, pulls open the doors to the side, and hefts a six foot long, roughly two and a half feet wide, 18 inches high. It would be very interesting if it was only six feet, considering Alaric is six uh, point is six foot two. So okay, well a little bigger than six, six and a half, <laughs> seven feet long, whatever. Pulls hefts like a pine casket onto his shoulder, and follows you into your cottage. I'm guessing this is like a simple one-room cottage too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's trade petite. Yeah, simple like bed, table, cook stove to cook on. Uh, well, th- th- there's a fireplace outside. Oh, fair enough. I assume there's a fireplace inside. It's Poland winter. You don't want to freeze to death. Uh, sorry, this background well, music is really funny. <laughs> it, it it is really funny, but um, in my uh, mind and. I think Maria so. doesn't like fire. Ah. That's fair. So there are just a lot of blankets. Okay. That's fair. Good enough. Um, yeah. So he hefts this onto his shoulder. He steps <clears throat> He steps into your abode and places it. Ulrich, you feel all this. I mean, because you are conscious. You feel <laughs> him pick you up. You hear the conversation. You, like... I guess I'm kind of getting ready to, if necessary, run away or attack anything, if need be. Okay. With my very super powerful hands. There you go. So, uh, this friend, he lays in a coffin. Uh, it was the, the, it was the easiest way to get him from where he was to where he is now. Is he dead? I don't believe so. That's concerning. Uh, do you mind cracking it open? My, uh, my bones are a little weak. Not at all. He reaches down and just lifts the lid. It removes... Pretending to be asleep or unconscious. Okay, eyes closed. Doing your best. Do you have acting? Give me an acting. I do have acting, actually. I think so. For acting asleep? I do. I'll give you a plus two to it. Uh Uh-huh, nice. That's not. That's that's that's, that's another skill I have. That's the same thing. That's that's another skill that I have. Uh, <laughs> uh, success by uh, five if it's equals two. Alright. So yeah, he he pulls back. Um, he pulls back the lid. Inside is a man. Yeah, obviously. That's there. We go. Uh, yeah, he pulls back the lid inside. You see a man. His clothes uh, are burned, and his but his flesh is just pink like a newborn. Just fresh, almost raw. What is it that he needs? He needs shelter. He needs a safe place to stay. My messengers drew me to you. I don't know why. can't see all things. Well, I, I, can't, I can't say I know how to... How to solve this issue? I ha- uh, I have alchemical uh, mixtures that I can use to aid the healing process, but I I, I don't know what else I could do. Ah, uh, keep him safe, keep him out of sight. That's all I have. Uh, he 
has a role and, to play in what's coming. Hey, uh, so now As one you, more thing. You glance away from him and to who is obviously Alaric at this point. Uh, you don't know that, but ease of explanation. You glance away from him to Alaric and turn back to look at him and say, I've, what you were going to say, he's gone. I was going to ask if I get a reward. Gosh darn it. They always disappear at the most inconvenient times for you. Yeah. I like to think you say this. Like, <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was all like, it's like, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, no, perfect. <clears throat> I'll regret you say it alone. I, I, I wouldn't notice my eyes are closed. I wouldn't notice that he'd got, been gone. So no, I don't. Sure. I beat you this time. Haha. <laughs> won't be so lucky next time. <laughs> Set you up. Somehow. Oh, well, I mean, to be fair, I meant to say I was gonna ask if I get a reward for this, gosh darn it, out loud. Yep. Yeah, so if I say that, it kind of leads to... Yeah. Leads one to believe that he is gone. Hmm. You see, you're not helping me here. <laughs> I'm helping comedy. <laughs> yes! But I sleep. T- definitely sleepy, so tired. Uh, nap, snore. Whatever. Dorian, make a, uh, make a perception roll. And I'll give me another... Head to head rolls. Uh, just normal acting this time. Yep. All right. That's uh, a success by six. That's a success by less. So, Dorian, you catch Alric with an eye open, peering around the room. And Alric, when you see him look in your direction, you snap your eyes closed. But he, you've seen it, Dorian, at this point. This is like the weirdest Monday ever. Well, buddy. I guess you're gonna stay here for a while. <laughs> Sweating intensifying. What's yours? Silence. As in, I don't say anything. I do not say the word silence out loud. <clears throat> vengeance. I'm vengeance. <laughs> Jumps up and like rings your Calm name. down, Pattinson. It took him 14 years to become a bat. Oh. He really did. But he was also a vampire at one point, so... Yeah. What are you? Hormones. Alright. That's you two sorted for the moment. I'll leave you right there. As Dorian tries to get you to break the fact that he knows, or get you to realize the fact that he knows you're awake. But we'll leave you there. Gazer. Yes. Gazer, Gazer. You back? Yeah, I don't know why this happened to me. I mean, given all the things that have gone around so far, whatever. (laughs) Moving forward, Gazer. Uh, yeah. You. You. Henry, you're glitching out like, you, really badly. I'm not glitching out badly. My brain is glitching out badly. Soldier <laughs> <laughs> boy, tell him. All right. Uh, yeah, you, Gazer, are. You're just actually strolling down the street. Um, <laughs> and. You see. You're, you witness uh, Belly being arrested or taken by the Russian soldiers. Uh, you also played a part in the revolution or the uprising. Um, and though you don't know Belly very well, you do know that he aided the people against the occupiers. Senate and the people of Rome. Okay. But you see his four soldiers, like they showed up at his shop, they escort him out, put him in one of the prison carriages and are taking him away in said carriage. Yeah, not my problem. <laughs> you know what? Fine. This, this is a <laughs> valid. rebellion. Valid. 
you know, one of us goes goes to the cops. I mean, he's going to speak eventually. But yeah, you see him get arrested. Uh, beyond that, it's up to you what you do. I'm just going to just walk by and just annoy him. Okay. Just walk by, ignore what's happening. It's the most Taylor thing to do. I love it. It's totally Taylor thing. Where are you heading, Gazer? Just keep on walking. Keep on walking. Keep on No destination. Just keep Five walking. years later. <laughs> five years later. Five years ago, you died of starvation walking. <laughs> right. In all seriousness, do you have any Legends of Day, he's still walking. Heading home, heading to a pub. Just I head home. Okay. Um, give me a perception roll. Okay, just doing that. I have to do what my perception is first. And hopefully I don't get the wild hair at the time. Ten. One with the name Gazer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have feel by Jordan here the street, okay? That's fair. But that. Just a flat success too, just to the nubbin. Okay. As you are walking, um you notice more yeah, looks like more yeah, more Russian soldiers gathering up more uh more men and they're now the the first prison transport that you saw the one that belly was loaded into was like a it's it was a carriage like it had a proper cell in the back with walls not just bars uh but these folk are being loaded into the back of or into what is looks to be more of a, like just a it's basically just a cage on wheels a large cage holds about 25 probably comfortably would hold probably 10 to 15 people but they are cramming that full like it is standing room only in there um and it looks to be just anyone of fighting age and as you round the corner and see this uh two soldiers point at you another one <clears throat> another one get him i did nothing wrong and one of them uh, moves towards you. He's got a. Uh, I'm just putting my hand up. Both of them. I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm, we'll see about that. We're we've been tasked to gather all potential rebels and bring. I'm not even a weapon. I'm just all potential rebels and bring them. In. I'm not even a rebel. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. You're under arrest, sir. Get in the carriage. Get in the wagon. <laughs> You're not serious. Yeah, You're under arrest. Don't you dare say that. You're under arrest? Hello, serious. I very nice to you. And you just arrest me. I did nothing wrong. Uh, yeah, make a dodge roll. Great question. Do me that. Uh, can I switch out the day-aspected part of my majory? I don't even know what my dodge is. Uh, for so long? Dodge eight. But yep. crap, I'm at seven. Well... Here on the 18, I might be doing failure by free. Okay, you, uh, you get struck. Beyond In the head. For seven points of damage. Rolling in the deep. You had my heart inside. Have three hit points left. He you played it draw, he draws his arm deep. he draws his arm back, swings and strikes you with a club across the temple. Uh, give me an HD roll to keep your footing. Damn, Terry's gonna die. 
No. They wouldn't kill him. They're just going to cripple him and then bring him in. If they all eat away. <laughs> yeah, you, it takes you to your knees. I mean, you just lost three quarters, almost three quarters of your hit points in one shot. So you just you drop to your knees. Yeah, by 2.5. So you drop to your knees. They grab you, force your hands behind your back, shackle you, and drag you. Not lift you or carry you, literally drag you. Each one puts a hand basically in your armpit, and they just drag you through the muck and filth of the street before throwing you into the back of this cage with the rest of the... Well, they're one more half a hit point away. Hard knock life for us. 2.5 hit point left. Because you, like, don't want to, like... So, you still have three. You didn't lose a half. Yeah, but you, like, basically, you know, what, like, go down, like, on the, like, ground. And have, like, some gross horse droppings smeared across your pants. As does every other peasant. Pretty much. <laughs> and you're not the only one. When you get into the, the back of this cage, you are not the only one who's bleeding. Uh, several, you can see several other young men who have stood there. It looks like they've attempted to stand their ground and have, as a result, uh, met the okay. okay. Soldiers Club. Did he get put into the same one as me? Nope. All right. What? You're in a separate one. Good. Thanks. <laughs> Don't want to be with that yes. guy. Got knocked out. What? I dad get knocked out. No, you got dazed, but yeah. Fun fact, if you get knocked out and you're out for like more than like a few seconds, then you probably have serious brain damage. Damn, it's almost like your brain wants to be conscious. <laughs> what so, if you're just really tired? Fun fact, being burned at the stake of a church is really uh, bad for your health. It's not good for <laughs> your sense. skin, you know? <laughs> it isn't. Or your memory, I guess. Is he just hanging on by the... by the... skin of his teeth? Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take my teeth and I'm going to shove them into your neck <laughs> and suck out all your blood. <laughs> so, Gazer, you are as you're loaded in it, you're the last one loaded into the carriage or into the cage. I keep calling it a carriage, but it's a cage. It's very clearly a cage. Um, you see mothers and children crying in the street on the street sides of the street as like I mean, this is your town. This is where you live. These are people for the most part, these are people you recognize. You see, if you don't know them, you see them around regularly. Um, and what are you doing it to us? We did nothing wrong. Mm, uh, sure. Yeah, because you didn't murder. A You're like being waited to us. <laughs> oh, you didn't murder a couple of hundred of our soldiers last year. I didn't even murder at all. Mm -hmm. All men of fighting age are to be brought in for questioning. Those are my orders. I want to speak to a lawyer. Sure. Oh, we've got the finest, finest lawyers waiting. For you, I assure. Good. Mm -hmm. So oh, that's good. I think it's funnier because his lawyers yeah. at that day and age were only for the rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you actually got a lawyer, like it was probably they bought, paid for them to do whatever they wanted. So you are loaded in this cage. They are hauling you towards the prison. Um, it's just a, it's a simple, uh, simple stone, like concrete structure. Uh, no window, very small windows. Uh, there's a large gallows that's been put together outside, and they've been hanging so-called rebels for the past week, few weeks, past six months, really, since they're, the second uprising. They're just hanging out, guys. Yeah, it's totally, totally <laughs> they're, they're fine. Oh, they're, they're, you're they're a vampire, okay. You don't know that. You don't know that. 
You don't even know who he is. Anymore. You don't even know who I am yet. I have a feeling. It's from the. the... That's called being meta. Yeah. <laughs> Unrelated. We don't but... like it when people are meta. Has anyone, right unless it's funny? Yeah. yeah. Has anyone else been put into my cart yet? Nope. I have. Smart of them. Nope. No, you're in a different cart. It's all a different cart. You're in a cage. Smart of them. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, we'll jump back. Ark, have you decided to own up to Dorian that you're awake yet? Or are you still pretending to be asleep? Um, I'm gonna... Okay, okay, so hold on. I know how to solve this. Odds or evens. I'm if just it's an saying, odd number... one one d though, then we know. And I will jump back. The longer you stay asleep, the less food you get. Okay, so odds, I wake up and... Jump to a corner somewhere and hide. I don't know. Even as I, I continue to pretend to be a sweepy, a sweepy little boy. Um, nice. So I jump out of my coffin, or at least I attempt to get up in in a position of better defense. Can I move right now? Oh yeah. Okay. I, I jumped out of the coffin. Um. Where's like the nearest corner in this place, and I kind of scurry over and like leap out of the coffin and hide in the corner. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, that's what I'm doing. You see this? He jumps out of the coffin, scurries into a corner, just kind of stares out at you. Picture like your hands up over your mouth, and you're kind of just peeking out at him. Hey. Yeah, he can see my kind, not not like glowy glowy, but they're like you're uh, finally awake. <laughs> Stop. Uh, they're like, you know, red eyes. Very, very not normal of a normal person. Well, this tea isn't going to drink itself. And I gesture to a kettle that, that has water in it and tea leaves. I mumble, I don't tea. need tea. Well, no one needs tea, but everyone wants tea. He's got a point. <laughs> no. um, I kind of slowly come out of the corner. Um... Still you consent is like tea. You just bring up the video, like, sit me down in a chair and make me watch it while force feeding me tea. Uh, that'd be ironic, wouldn't it? Um, so, yeah, I guess I go over to the tea and still the entire time I'm, I'm keeping my eyes on this dude. I don't know who he is. I don't know what he wants. Could, he could be a murderer. I don't know who this person is. And I'm just like, I slowly pour myself some tea and I take a sip of the tea like in Death Note, and I eat the potato chip. Um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, so please, please explain to me, where did you get here, and why is your friend so mysterious? I don't know. You see, to me that sounds like, um, uh, pardon my French, caca. You don't have to really worry about speaking bad French to me, I'm actually German. I thought that was perfectly fine French, but okay. You really said pardon my anyway. Um I don't know. I don't remember. He's good. What's this he was saying about uh us having a purpose in the coming whatever whatever? I don't care, honestly. I just need to find myself any source of food Make so I can leave. Me? The other one. Okay. Yo, I have that skill. Let's go. I also have that skill. Let's go. Oh, you can both make it. Perfect. Uh, it's uh, not that's very high. A, that's a failure by one. I'll give it to you. That's a success by three. Dorian, first, you get something about him. Ulrich's friends seem very familiar. 
but you're, you can't quite put your finger on what it was. Ulrich, I'm giving you the benefit that you peaked when you had okay. chances while you were in the coffin uh, before he got you out to kind of get a look at him. Um, and give me a retroactive perception roll to go with your culture. Okay. I'll see how much you figured out. Uh, failure by one. Okay. Uh, you noticed some very distinct things about this man. Uh, the rings on his finger uh, and some other stuff. I mean, success by three on your occultist roll. He he bore a sigil of Anubis. Interesting, interesting. I love Egyptian gods. They're great. I don't know anything about them, though, so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could take some with your occultism. That, that would be, like, at this time period, this is less before Egyptology becomes a thing. This would be more like a cult legend passed down. I said it. Might not be historically accurate. I don't care. <laughs> it's it's game, my guy. I feel, like, game. I feel like Egyptology didn't develop until like in yeah, the eighteen yeah. hundreds. Uh, I feel like that's accurate. Yeah. So this is prior to then. So well. Um, anyway, moving anyway. forward. You recognize the symbol of Anubis that he wore. Um, I do not mention this out loud. Anything about him, and you would know Anubis is a god of death. I don't mention this out loud because I don't think it's important. Al- Alaric doesn't think it's important enough to actually mention, or he doesn't think that this random guy is going to know or care. No offense, random yeah. guy, but not m- most people don't know about Egypt. Do you have any spare clothes? I have some, but Could first I, I want indefinitely uh, borrow some. I I believe they call that taking that would be an accurate word yes i don't see why not although preferably you would explain who you are properly that's of no importance to you i would argue it is you were dropped off at my house specifically with me in mind by a person who knew my name that i did not know well in a coffin no less I was dropped off at your house in a coffin after waking up in a place I didn't know where I was. So that makes the two of us. Where are your clothes? I'm like, I'm like going around his house looking for a drawer that has clothes in it at this point. Like, <laughs> the, the, the clothes are in the basket. Uh, and I, I gesture to a basket near my bed. Thank you. I go to the basket and I put on some clothes that aren't charred black. Smelling of burned flesh. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most of them are black. They're just not charred. <laughs> uh, yeah, the two of you are playing Get to Know You. It's a very random, very weird situation you've been placed in. Uh, Belly, uh, you are in the back of the carriage. There is a... So there's a door that you were let in through with a small window in it. Um, roughly... Uh, eight inches high by a foot wide and then a similar window in the front of the carriage kind of looking out towards the seats where the gentlemen who arrested you are seated um and as you are looking out give me a perception roll i want to see if you see what happens all right that is a success by two okay you see uh from the side of the road i mean your your vision out of this thing is very limited but you can see uh staggering out of a side alley in the street toward your carriage is a man, a balding man, the thick gray beard and straggly gray hair just ringing the crown of his head, uh, stumbles out of this alleyway. Uh, looks like he's dragging something heavy. 
this some kind of heavy stick maybe it's hard to tell from where you're at um, and he he stumbles almost into the carriage and causes it to veer uh, sharply and hard give me a dex roll to avoid any damage oh, wait man, sorry what's he doing exactly he staggers towards the carriage hard enough like hard and fast enough Success by two. He's kind of staggering, and it almost like he falls towards the horses and causes them to rear and bolt to the in the opposite direction. Away, All right. like swerve away from him, and the whole carriage kind of tilts for a second, and you manage to hold on to the seat as it slams back down. Give me one quick second. I'm gonna make four quick rolls. Well, that's interesting. Okay, so uh, as the carriage tilts, and it, I mean it tips hard. It just barely the driver just barely manages to get it back under control as it veers towards, like you're about to cross a bridge over the river heading towards the prison, and it veers hard. Um, he manages to keep it under control, but three of them are thrown from the wagon, and the wagon itself uh, slams into one of the pillars of the bridge, shattering the wheel and crippling the wagon itself. So you are currently yeah, dead in the water, as it were, dead on the street. All right. Um, so it's open. Nope. You are still locked inside. Oh, okay. All right. So, buddy, you, uh, you felt it drop in like the front. You felt the front corner drop when the wheel shattered, smashed. Gotcha. Three of them are laying in the mud and cursing. All right. Um, seeing this as a fairly good opportunity to get away, I'm going to see if by any chance the back, like the lock, might have been damaged in the in the flip. Okay. Uh, doing your best to look out uh, doesn't appear as though the lock has been damaged. All right. Uh, you got to reach out to feel it. So you reach out, feel it. It's still there. Still seems to be intact. Damn it. All right. Um. Huh. Well, I'd like to try an escape. Okay. But I'm not exactly sure how I could do that without like shooting the lock off. Okay. Uh. But three of them are off the wagon. And the driver's the only one on the wagon. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm just going to take my handgun out and point it at the back of the head of the driver and say, drive me back, or you're going to find out what rebellious what rebellious rounds do to a loyalist skull, and I will be taking the aim maneuver at his head. Okay. He turns and looks at you side-eyed, and kind of, he's almost smirking. He's like, this wagon goes nowhere. There's no wheel. All right, fair point. Um, come unlock it then. I promise I won't shoot you. He goes, yeah, sure. I'll unlock it. And he, huh. all right, steps down from the wagon out of your sight. Oh, damn it! I should have seen that coming. You should have told him to pass you the keys. Yeah, I, I probably should have gone with that. So he steps out of your sight and chuckles. Uh, you can see him as he emerges again. Uh, he's helping the other three up out of the mud, and they're discussing in hushed voices. You can guess they're discussing what to do with you and Wagon at this point. All right, I'm going to kneecap one of them and say, open the damn door. Uh, can I take the aim action before I... I'm the Lorax. I speak for the trees. Yep. Get me out of this wagon and or I'll break your knees. Yeah, no, no, you get it. All right, so that's a critical success. Okay. Oh not my count, god. Not counting uh, the penalties for aiming at a knee. One second, I'm being yelled at. That's fair. You disappear for a second. Uh, Gazer, your cage turns, your, the wagon you're on in the cage turns this corner. Up ahead you see 
this what is a much nicer prison guard uh, looks to be I'm back crashed into the bridge and there is a you got you have clear sight so you don't even need to make perception you see the same grizzled man with the long thick beard um, his eyes are kind of glinty and he's got a, a wicked grin crossing his face as your carriage your wagon bears down on him and before it has time to even begin to slow for the other wagon he raises what he has what he's dragging beside him up into the air and brings it down onto one of the horse's heads and leaves nothing but a yeah he smashes in it smashes home and leaves just a bloody stump at the end of the horse's neck oh my god it's like the beginning of a resident evil game i know it's great <laughs> i am back by the way yeah all right <clears throat> Or bloodborne. And as that happens, you hear a loud bang from the wagon ahead of you that's smashed against the bridge. Oh no. Give me uh, damage, Billy. It's no longer a critical hit, I assume, because I'm kneecapping him, and that would take a penalty. That would take a negative two. Well, I'd say negative four for the knee specifically. Yeah, all right, then it's no longer a crit. So. Unfortunate. That is seven damage. Uh, and time is one and a half after DR. Now I gotta do is insult his mom, and then he'll take emotional damage. That, his knee erupts in a spray of blood. He screams out in pain and drops. Um, the other soldiers draw pistols and... Oh, Alright, I'm in cover. What yeah, are they gonna do? Very much in cover. Like, very well covered. Um, you, they open fire, and you hear the rounds. The rounds smash into the side. Um, some of the wood on the inside splinters where the the musket balls hit, but other than that, the the, the carriage itself stays intact. All right, I'm gonna yell out. Uh, your buddy's gonna bleed to death if you don't get a medical attention, and y'all are gonna die if you don't get a medical attention. Jeez, even I'll give you all thirty seconds to get out of here, and then I'm coming out shooting. I think that even worse than what I did to him, like back when in 2020. And you <laughs> executed me? Yeah, no, uh, I remember. Two that. of them bolt. <laughs> uh, All right. But one of them eight. doesn't? One of them doesn't. All right. Does he seem to be like administering first aid or is he still drawn? He, he's, he's actually dropped his pistol, but he's holding up the keys. Oh. All right. Uh, come here then. Open up. And I, like, I gesture to uh, the carriage. This door ain't gonna open itself. You have my honor as an ex-soldier. I shan't shoot you. He makes his way towards you. Looks to be of a, a boy of no more than probably 17, 18 years. And he's 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 trembling at the horror before him. Uh, as you begin to look at the back, Gazer, you see this too from yeah. the other side. Uh, the fellow in the street who took out the first horse has brought his... It's clearly at this point, it's a hammer. Um, and he just, he's taken it, he brings it down on the second horse, and the soldier, the soldiers are fumbling with their firearms, attempting to to draw on him, but the the wagon itself, everybody in the wagon is cheering for this man. What are you doing? Did you watch this happen? Uh, I can't do really much at all right now. No, it's true, you are cuffed. Well, I'm, like, chained, so I can't out. You're, uh, you're not chained, you're just cuffed. Wait, I can break out, actually, because then I have the dolphin in my hand, so I can break out of it. 
Sure. Make an escape roll. And nothing like great is 11, so... I always forget escape is, is, is like a skill that's useful. It is a skill. It's a useful skill. Did I give you escape? Uh, actually, I don't know. I need to check right now. I did at one point, but I thought I, I might have taken it away. Uh, you took it away. Aw, oh, I'm a mean person. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's new? I do have fell, so that's not bad. I have fortune telling. Is that going to help you escape these uh, shackles? Uh, no, it would not. <laughs> <clears throat> I do have I a goblin. Well, I do death play. Escape defaults to dex minus six. Bat four. Didn't know where I was. Good luck. Four. Good luck. Did no way. I believe in you. Jeff, well, I'm very well 18, and I'm very big. The second failed. lowest roll you can possibly need. It's not a. It's not a. That's, that's a nine. nine. That's, that's a nine. nine. Um, for your nine, you don't manage to slip the cuffs, but you do manage to slip them from your back. So they're no longer behind you, and you manage to like pull them down under your feet and out in front of you. So you're are in front of your body now. I'll give you that much, but you did not escape from it. Please, I try again. You say you try again? Yes. So you need a three or less, negative one for repeated attempts. How do I get three? You need to get the lowest rule. You need a three. And let's be honest. To slip these. You're not. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Again. Okay, you need a two or less. That's actually physically impossible. You can't do it again, yeah. <sighs> you need to that roll something you can't physically roll. And obviously I can't add two, so... Yeah. You're so, just, uh, kind of chill there. Yep. I think I have lockpicking. Do you have a lockpick? Do you have lockpicking? Yeah, I do. I have lockpicking. Okay. Now that you've got I your need... hands in front of you, give me a lockpick roll. I'll let you go for it. Pick hidden up your sleeve. That's by two. Okay. You managed to free your hands. You've got the shackle off one arm. Your other end is dangling from your other arm. Do you want to get that one too, or are you happy to just leave that bracelet there? I'm going to get off. Okay. Give me another lockpicking roll. Whoops. I did not mean to put that back in. But that's my fourth. So you get both cuffs off. Uh, you are no longer shackled. Ah, uh, that feel better. I say. <laughs> it probably does. What do you want to do at this point? Um... So I see the man humming to the thing. Yeah, he's yeah, the guy who's like smashing his way through the horses. Yeah, one of the soldiers manages to raise a gun to him as you turn. You've just finished picking your locks. The one soldier manages to lift a gun to him, and the guy raises his hammer above his head again, smiles, and he looks the guy dead in the eye, and he looks like he is ecstatic with joy as he says. My hammer thirsts. Oh, I gotta get out of here. I walk pick the door. I, okay. I'm in. You're going to lockpick the door. His yeah. hammer thirsts for the blood of the soldiers. You turn your back. Uh, Cassie says the door to your cell. No! It's the door to your cell. Oh, we're going to deal with that in a second. All right. You see... You can see the carnage of this wagon that's behind you, uh, two mangled horse corpses, and this guy just brings this, you hear him say, my hammer thirsts for your blood, as he swings one heavy swing, and just both soldiers crumple. Wait, even the guy that's unlocking mine? No, or, no okay. On wagon. All right. Well, that's a them problem right now. I've got to deal with this little kid. So, seventeen-year-old, he he unlocks the thing. I am just let me be very clear. I have no plan on shooting him unless he does something crazy. Um, uh, 
Based on the the wet that was happening. The wet appearance of the front of his trousers, he's not going to do much of anything. Gotcha. Listen, I'm I'm just gonna pat him on the shoulder and say, Listen, you did good. No one's gonna blame you for this. I promise. Now, what I suggest you do is uh you know, you get yourself a couple of scrapes, say that you knocked yourself out in the fall, and uh I'll do your best. It's going to be a little crazy over the next few hours. Get back to your family. Make sure they don't end up dead. I suggest you take your gun back with you, but uh, I will shoot you dead if you pick it up while I'm around. He he nods. Um, there's tears in his eyes and a look of pure terror as he just flees. All right, fair enough. Did he pick up his gun? No. Okay, I'm going to go over and pick up his gun and take it with me. It's just a simple, like, archivist. And now I bought my swap ticket. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to yell over to uh, clear the center of the wagon, and I'm going to shoot the lock on the okay. other wagon. So, Gazer, you attempt to pick the lock of this wagon um, and snap your lock pick off in the lock itself. Jim. I want my your pick, but... Well, we have one at the one, but I don't want to use it. Well, you need you need two picks to to get a lock. Yep. His way over, tells everybody to move to the side and fires at the lock. Yeah. And everyone else inside. Yeah. I throw the kid's pistol away, and uh, I'm going to start heading back towards my shop, and I'm going to yell. For those of you that are rebels, follow me. Get yourself some arms. I yell. Wait, what are you yelling? He freed you, didn't he? Yeah, I, I'm using help. You, so you're free. He freed you. Yeah, he freed you. I popped the lock on the carriage. Are you yelling help from him? I'm yelling for help because I'm almost being killed by the hammer die right now. I just kind of turned to the fellow with the hammer, shrug. Listen, you know, everyone's welcome in the rebellion. Viva la revolution. He, uh, he grins and he's like, I dream my hammer thirsts for the blood of these swine. Get our people and free them. Oh, thank God, he's crazy, but on our side. So I uh, I throw open the carriage doors wide, and uh, we should end yeah. it right here, probably because yep. right here. I'm gonna start jogging after yelling back to everyone, "Follow me, rebels, for arms and munitions." I got that going though. Good. Yeah. Deed, nice. Gaze, are you following Belly before you go? Um, I get though. No, that's where we'll leave it. So Alric and Alrighty. Dorian are playing get-to-know-you games. <laughs> I've permanently injured a man. Permanently injured a man who's still... Actually, yeah, one of the last things you see, you kind of look back over your shoulder as you're running, and you see this this poor guy that you've shot who's laying there with his limb just destroyed. Uh, you watch as the man with the hammer uh, raises his... Raises it above his head and brings it down. You don't need to look to know what happens after that. Gotcha. But you continue to stare as the man just kind of steps off into nothing. Wow, that's not terrifying at all. So how many people were in that wagon? Uh, about 25. Oh, okay. All right. I don't have nearly enough guns for all of them. Not all of them follow you. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh... Out of all of them, only including Gazer, about a dozen actually follow you. The rest just kind of flee. Oh, all Meanwhile, right. and it's, just a, it's just literally just a tea party with Alric and, and Dorian. As you, as you you have some familiarity with uh, the revolutionaries or the rebels, if you want to, however you want to call them, um, 
most of the people in that wagon weren't anyone you had ever met. Most of them were just, like, young men who wouldn't even have been partook, or wouldn't even have partook. Uh, you know that the second, the second battle for Warsaw was just a massacre on your side, for your side. So most of your allies are gone, and these guys were not them. so that brings us to the end of that episode uh we hope you enjoyed it i definitely had fun with it um giving the guys just 50 points and disadvantages and that's all they really get to work with made for an interesting kind of focused character i think um so yeah i'm enjoying it hope you guys are too uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we are at GRP Streaming on Twitter or send us an email to grpstreaming at gmail.com. Uh, thank you again to DJ Moose for intro and outro music, and we will see you all again next time.